Let's leave it there then and move on now to our next topic, talking wellness here on Sound Awake. Wellness Corner today, we learn about personal development, the council and deep dialogue. So for more than 15 years, Octavia Hendricks, who's our next guest, uh, has been involved in the sphere of personal development, facilitating self-development and self-discovery workshops in Johannesburg, South Africa. These workshops are designed to provide tools for individuals to work personally on all important aspects of human existence. One such uh, workshop is the Council of Women Winter Solstice, an indigenous and evolving practice that is in response to humanity's call for radical participation, authentic sharing and deep listening, that's listening to understand. The aim is to leave behind the systems of control that have ruled us for centuries and that have had mostly industrial purposes. Octavia has been working under the tutelage of various international pioneers and international facilitators in the fields of energy and human consciousness as a mechanism in creating meaning in the world. Octavia Hendricks, intuitive healing hands therapist, counselor and naturopath, joins us now. Good morning, Octavia. How are you doing? Good morning, Asanda. Good morning to you. I am awake. I'm glad <laughs> to say I'm awake. So early and this it, morning. Um, it's, it's, it falls in line with, with my wake-up time. So I'm just blessed and honored to share your space. And good morning to your listeners. Thank you for having me. It's our pleasure, and thanks for making time for us. Let's start first by uh, talking to uh, uh, about this cultural practice that uh, is part of mm-hmm. all our ancestral heritages council and why we need it now more than ever. Well, council, as you know, Asanda, is an ancient practice that is part of all our lineages. It is also deeply relevant to today's world. Um, council is a circle practice where we all come together in deep dialogue around topics that we would like to weave new stories about. And as an African culture, we have learned the power, the power of a hotla, which, which is a public meeting, mm-hmm. the, the community council of a village, usually headed by the village chief or a headman, or in this case, head women. And community decisions are always arrived at by consensus, uh, where no one may interrupt while someone is having their say. And ultimately, that is honor the, honoring the other. Uh, in fact, there is a Sitwana saying that the highest form of war is is dialogue. Mm. So it's it just brings it to our awareness. And you know, when we look at all the various social platforms, we just need to go online and see the dialogue wars mm. happening every day. And one of the things about these communication platforms is that they only facilitate a direct response and yield quite a direct reaction. And, and of course, with COVID-19, the immediate you know, um, importance of connection, mental wellness, we at Oceanrise, we believe that council is needed now more than ever. Hmm. So a council and deep dialogue touches on the themes of evolved solutions, restorative conflict resolution, healing of one's body, mind, and regenerative cultures. Let's unpack what we mean by restorative conflict resolution, especially with the backdrop of we had a poll question yesterday around the over Herero and Nama people of Namibia uh, seeking mm-hmm. recompense from Berlin in Germany in terms of the genocide that took place mm-hmm. between 1904 and 1908. What do we mean by restorative conflict resolution? 
Well, if we if we take it back to one of our, our pioneers, as as Tata Nelson Mandela said, uh, people respond in accordance to how you relate to them. Mm. If if you approach them on the basis of violence, that's how they will react. But if you say we want peace, we want stability, we can then do a lot of things that will contribute to the progress of our society, Asanda. Mm. So the roots of the we, of restorative practices are ancient and found in many indigenous and first peoples nations around the world. Practices and processes may vary, uh, but commonalities such as communal healing, processes to make things right and holding people accountable are found in many of them. So restorative conflict resolution itself is a philosophy and a set of practices rooted in indigenous teachings that emphasize our our interconnectedness and our interconnection Mm. by repairing relationships when harm occurs while proactively building and maintaining relationships to prevent future harm. So, you know, um, when we look at the recent news uh, around the the Anahariro and Nama people of Namibia, it's horrific to say the least. Mm. And and like most of humanity, uh, I'm I'm familiar with the with the halls of museums at Auschwitz, but I've never seen anything that recognizes or memorializes the genocide of the Herero and the Nama people of Namibia, who who were subject to the first genocide, as you say, of the of the 20th century by by German officials between 1908, um, I mean 1904 and 1908. Mm. So a greater voice uh, for these people and for these cultures are are definitely needed. And these restorative practices help people to connect to communities and find ways to interact and address conflict, problems, and harm using knowledge and practices and customs from these communities. Absolutely powerful and necessary, as you say. So, so council, as you say, is an indigenous and evolving practice. So as we evolve then as, as human beings or as humanity, how should we tap into this evolution to fully experience council? Uh, for me, I would say council and, and its restorative practices is our way of life. Uh, it's a lens change, a mm-hmm. worldview shift, you know. It's, it's, it's not just what we do as under, it's, it's how we are. It's a state of being. And this is exactly what you will be upskilled on at any Ocean Rise retreat. Uh, we have developed what we call the Triple H system, uh, working with the head, heart, and hands, mm-hmm. uh, bringing these three into alignment through the heart of oneness and manifesting purpose. And, and just like life, our Triple H system is ever-evolving, but moves us by quantum leaps in the direction we want to go. And the goal of this Triple H system is to heal, to migrate future harm, and to build community. And it's a super simple idea that basically says, let's talk about it and brainstorm together how to get what we are wanting to, to achieve. Mm. So how do we facilitate connection across the divides of human life using deep dialogue? Now, let's talk deep dialogue. Mm. What are the point of departure questions that we should ask? In this world of polarizing conflict, Asanda, you know, we have glimpsed a new possibility, uh, a way in which people can disagree frankly and passionately, uh, become clearer in heart and mind about their activism and, and at the same time, contribute to a more civil and, and compassionate society. Mm. And, and at Ocean Rise, we've learned that collaboratively, 
collaboratively designed and facilitated conversations develop more respectful and effective ways of relating greater mutual understanding and deepen trust. And as stereotypes soften and, and trust grows, the discovery of shared concerns and previously unseen opportunities then often lead to cooperative actions and deeper, more meaningful connections. And, and this is the power of, you know, these, these restorative practices can be used for, 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 array, for array of, of institutions and aspects of our communities. Uh, we're talking families, parenting, mm-hmm. schools as you were just expressing in your previous ex- um, um, segment around mm-hmm. racism, uh, concerns in our schools, uh, community accountability processes, uh, another practice that can heal these racial tears in our society. Uh, when we look at the legal system, businesses, organizations, you know, it can literally be used everywhere. So mm-hmm. in a nutshell, we facilitate these connections through circles and community building activities so even when the retreat ends, your journey with the Austin Rise community has only just begun. And this allows us to continue to assist you in answering those takeaway questions, such as how do I apply what I've learned in my ever-evolving life? All right. So what are the topics that you'll be unpacking at your upcoming event uh, with Council? Uh, what kind of exercises also will be part of the program? Mm-hmm. Well, we're excited about the upcoming Council of Women. It's very exciting. Uh, thank you. Thank you. And it's been well received. It's amazing uh, what happens when, when women support each other. And with that, we have curated an interwoven group experience, which will unpack a myriad of topics uh, that are relevant to our lives and, and the evolution of our perceived roles in society. Uh, we lovingly. Uh, I say we lovingly dare to collectively lean into the topics of, of bringing heart back into the workspace. Uh, uh, topics about anger, spiritual rightness, racism, gender inequality, relationships, healing of the South, and other aspects that you, our council, would like to explore. So from sunrise to sunset, we will be held within the tapestry of freedom and celebration as we, as we dance, meditate, play, and pray, mm-hmm. make soul food, and connect through the fabric of sisterhood. It sounds so amazing. I've got such FOMO that it's going to be in Cape Town, and I'm here. Uh, but uh, so those who would like to be a part, how do they become a part on 26 June uh, on the Austin Rise uh, Council? Fantastic. Uh, and just to, to change your FOMO into JOMO, <laughs> we will be most likely hosting a retreat in, in Johannesburg as we have been receiving oh, phenomenal Oh, put my response. name down. I'm there. I don't even know what date it is, but I'm there. <laughs> it's you fine. are. Your, your seat has been booked. Thanks, Sandra. So, um, yes, uh, this is correct. Uh, the Council of Women will be held on Saturday the 26th of June at the Centre in Nwartuk in Cape Town. And we have teamed with what I term the Ring of Fire, uh, a pride of powerhouse women in business, uh, visionaries such as Shemaine Chetty, former lecturer at Fitz Business School, Sadia Chand, business development strategist from Chand Environmental Consultants, and Laura Rosmering uh, from City.org, mm-hmm. a nonprofit company with a mission to build a future-proof, inclusive society through technology and innovation. And to date, they've helped over 1,700 women 
transform their businesses, to enable them to compete in the digital economy. And what has formed organically through this process is a network of women who encourage, support and motivate each other. And with that, we are excited to share with your, your listeners today that we are offering the first 12 women who sign up and join us on the 26th a chance to win a bursary to the value of 16,000 rands, oh. which, uh, however, must be a Cape Town registered company at this stage. So T's and C's do apply. Uh, where you and your business will be upskilled with the use of innovation and technology. And we personally see this model as the key driver for systemic regional change and progression, especially for for women in business. Okay, so is there a website and and, uh, social media handles? Uh, Yes, yes, there is. For more information, uh, please visit our website at www.osunrise.co.za. That is O-S-U-N-R-I-S-E. Uh, or email me personally at Octavia at osenrise.co.za or contact me on 073-672-5463 or as you say, you may visit us at um, any of the platforms using our handle at SA. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much for joining us. What a powerful movement this is and uh, we appreciate your time again. Thank you. Thank you, Asanda. And just to, to, to end that, we are hosting a free online event this evening at 7 p.m. via Zoom. So mm-hmm. if anybody wishes to get a teaser of what the council is all about, please contact me for more details. And I wish you a super successful day.